welcome to day 177 of Shaped by the Word. I'm Paul Kemp here with David Keefe and uh, Cindy Kemp. We're reading through the book of Galatians. Mm-hmm. We were right in the middle of Paul's prison epistles and we realized that we got the book of Galatians out of place. We looked back to the place where Galatians belongs as the earliest writing of Paul and it was there too. We've been reading for the last several years the book of Galatians twice a year. Mm-hmm. Double and down. so we finished down. I corrected that in the reading plan for next year. Also next year we're looking forward to adding an Old Testament version of Shaped by the Word. Uh, we will do uh, several readings that take us all the way through the Old Testament as well. So that should be fun. But as we return to Galatians, we uh, get to hear you know, Paul's heart and the gospel that he preached you know, from the very beginning. And it's a gospel that is um, centered in you know, Christ's finished work on the cross mm-hmm. that freed us uh, you know, from legalisms in order through the Spirit to live lives that are pleasing uh, to God, and it, it gives a wonderful freedom, and so that's what we uh, are confronted with when we come into Galatians chapter 5. So before we finish uh, this book today, uh, let's offer ourselves in this moment to the Lord. It is so it's always so important for us to remember that we read to know God. It's a privilege that He has given us to hear His voice by His Spirit through His Word, and uh, for Him to uh, as we, we've talked about, you know, the very title of our, you know, pod- podcast, to be shaped by him through his word, uh, to marvel in his grace and to be useful to him in this world. So before we uh, before we read Galatians 5, Cindy, you mind praying for us? No, no, my Father, thank you so much for the time in your word. And we do pray that our hearts and our minds, Father, are being shaped by your word we know that this happens as a result of your spirit living in us and so may we be open to the teaching of your spirit may we deal with sin accordingly father and may you just deepen our faith and our love for you by spending time in your word in christ's name we pray amen galatians chapter 5 what a wonderful statement to begin our reading today it is for freedom that christ has set us free stand firm then do not let yourselves be burdened again by a yoke of slavery. Mark my words. I, Paul, tell you that you let yourselves be circumcised. Christ will be of no value to you at all. Again, I declare to every man who lets himself be circumcised that he is obligated to obey the whole law. You who are trying to be justified by the law have been alienated from Christ. You have fallen away from grace. For through the Spirit we eagerly await by faith the righteousness for which we hope. For in Christ Jesus, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision has any value. The only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love. You were running a good race. Who cut in on you to keep you from obeying the truth? That kind of persuasion does not come from the one who calls you. A little yeast works through the whole batch of tow. I am confident in the Lord that you'll take no other view. The one who is throwing you into confusion, whoever that may be, will have to pay the penalty. Brothers and sisters, if I'm still preaching circumcision, why am I still being persecuted? In that case, the offense of the cross has been abolished. As for those agitators, I wish they would go the whole way and emasculate themselves. You, my brothers and sisters, were called to be free, but do not use your freedom to indulge the flesh. Rather, serve one another humbly in love, for the entire law is fulfilled in keeping this one command, love your neighbor as yourself. If you bite and devour each other, watch out, or you'll be destroyed by each other. 
So I say, walk by the Spirit, and you'll not gratify the desires of the flesh. For the flesh desires what is contrary to the Spirit, and the Spirit what is contrary to the flesh. They're in conflict with each other, so that you're not to do whatever you want. But if you are led by the Spirit, you're not under the law. The acts of the flesh are obvious, sexual immorality, impurity and debauchery, idolatry and witchcraft, hatred, discord, jealousy, fits of rage, selfish ambition, dissensions, factions, and envy, drunkenness, orgies, and the like. I warn you, as I did before, that those who live like this will not inherit the kingdom of God. But the fruit of the Spirit is love, joy, peace, forbearance, kindness, goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, and self-control. Against such things there is no law. Those who belong to Christ have crucified the flesh and its passions and desires. Since we live by the Spirit, let us keep in step with the Spirit. Let us not become conceited, provoking and envying each other. Brothers and sisters, if someone is caught in a sin, you who live by the Spirit should restore that person gently. But watch yourselves, or you may also be tempted. Carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. If anyone thinks there is something when they are not, they deceive themselves. Each one should test their own actions. Then they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else, for each one should carry their own load. Nevertheless, the one who receives instruction in the Word should share all good things with their instructor. Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. Man reaps what he sows. Whoever sows to please their flesh from the flesh will reap destruction. Whoever sows to please the Spirit from the Spirit will reap eternal life. Let us not become weary in doing good, for at the proper time we'll reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially to those who belong to the family of believers. See what large letters I use as I write to you with my own hand. Those who want to impress people by means of the flesh are trying to compel you to be circumcised. The only reason they do this is to avoid being persecuted for the cross of Christ. Not even those who are circumcised keep the law, that they want you to be circumcised, that they most about, may boast about your circumcision in the flesh. Man never boasts, except in the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me and I to the world. Neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is the new creation, peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, to the Israel of God. From now on, let no one cause me trouble, for I bear on my body the marks of Jesus. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ be with your spirit, brothers and sisters. Amen. Amen. All right, Galatians chapter 5 and 6. Of course, there's a, a whole lot there. We start you know, by talking about the freedom we have in Christ, but we're reminded it's not a freedom to do as we please. It is the freedom that sets us free from obligations to the law in order to serve one another. And so one of the true hallmarks of Christian freedom you know, it's not this libertarian, you know, pursuit of, uh, you know, liberties and my rights, but it's willingly laying aside our, our rights for the benefit of others, especially the strong, uh, laying aside their rights mm-hmm. for those who are weak, mm-hmm. uh, which uh, we've encountered both in Romans and Corinthians, yeah. you know, as well as, as big themes. And only reason we've already encountered those is because we read Galatians out of order. But here we go. <laughs> well, we must need it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I love how he gives us, you know, the proper use of our freedom, That's you know, because we, yeah. at least I, I'll mm-hmm. speak for me, maybe you can agree, but mm-hmm. I often do not use my freedom properly. Mm-hmm. Um, and so to see that this freedom, especially laid out in kind of verses 13 and 14, that it's, it's not for me to indulge in my flesh, but, but this freedom I've been given in Christ is 
for me to serve one another in love, um, humbly. And so I love that, and that's what Christ did as well. And then he has freed me to go and do the same. Yeah. Yep. And I've often uh, I've often mused that uh, you know when working with you know some of the young restless and reformed guys, you <laughs> yeah, know that freedom means two <clears throat> things. I don't have to tithe and I can drink beer. Yeah. And it's you know and and, and both of those are, are self indulgent. I get to keep more of what I have for myself, and I get to do whatever I want, and mm. it's you know no big deal. And I, I suppose, you know, that, that marginally those, those somehow come into play. But that is, freedom in Christ is such a, a far bigger thing. It means that we enjoy, uh, you know, a clear conscience and a heart that's been purified by him and the presence of his spirit and fellowship with him. And, of course, uh, the very heart of the, the spirit in us compels us to no longer live for ourselves but live mm-hmm. for him. Mm-hmm. And that, that is, you know, the expression of freedom. And on the flip side on that, too, just any time you exchange that freedom in Christ for, again, what he calls a yoke of slavery, which is being back under the law or feeling like somehow the law can justify you, you're alienated immediately from Christ because that's he's not about that. But just understanding that once we put ourselves, if you will, back into the yoke of Christ, it's it's yeah. there that we find freedom. So well, the, the, it's, there's, it's the law. Yeah, there's two slaveries that he's talking about. Yeah. One is legalism, where we, we feel obligated to keep all of the rules. Mm-hmm. And the other is self-indulgence, where we cast off all of the rules. Mm-hmm. And neither one of, neither both of those are slavery. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, when we're living for ourselves, there's no greater slavery than that. When we're trying to please God by our performance, there's no greater slavery than that. So what Christ has called us out of is this libertarian use of our freedom on the one end and the legalism on the other end. Yeah to a heart that's being formed by his spirit for him mm-hmm. uh, you know and bearing you know and bearing the fruit of the spirit and i do love that in the ending of verse six the only thing that counts is faith expressing itself through love so there you have it there, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thanks, uh, if our mics you know weren't uh, fastened to the table you could do a mic drop moment yeah. here but uh, those are really expensive mics so please don't drop figurative them mic on, drop. on that but uh, you're right that you know the only really you know the only thing that counts you know is faith expressing itself through love that and that's exactly you know what you know christ is doing in us he is moving us in love outside of ourselves uh, you know, to deep ministry to others. And of course, mm-hmm. you know, a little bit, you know, later he'll say, there's no law that is against these fruits of the Spirit. And that if you, you know, keep, uh, uh, you know, if you love your neighbor, you've, you've filled right. up, you know, fulfilled the whole law. Mm-hmm. So the direction that freedom is moving us is into a truer freedom that is, we're over ourselves. We are so over ourselves mm-hmm. that we are into the gospel and mm-hmm. into serving others out of love for Christ. Mm-hmm. And I also really enjoy the the clarity that, that Paul brings to to the Spirit and its involvement in our life. I think so often we kind of either misuse the Spirit or maybe even kind of just undervalue, under under really appreciate it in our yeah. lives. And I just mm-hmm. love this mm-hmm. call to no no walk by the Spirit. Mm-hmm. This is how you live out this freedom. Yeah. This is how you live out this new creation. And he just very clearly shows us what that fruit looks like in our lives, yeah. which is. Obviously, a great list that many of us are very familiar with. And, and of course, pursuit of the things of the Spirit can also be another form of self-indulgence. Mm-hmm. You know, that's exactly what was happening in Corinth, which, again, we wouldn't have read if we hadn't read Galatians out of order, but we have. Hey. <laughs> uh, you know, that they were looking for the more showy, the more electric, you know, the more 
uh, you know, self-gratifying spiritual gifts, though they had prostituted the whole idea of spiritual gifts, which were given for the building up of others, to using them to gratify and build up themselves. Mm-hmm. And, and so there is, you know, there is an abuse of the spirit when we think of the spirit as something that uh, we manipulate for our ends and, you know, for, uh, you know, for our, uh, our gratification rather than one who is working in us to bring us into conformity with Christ. Mm-hmm. And then he goes on in six to, you know, give us some, some good admonition here just in how we treat those of our brothers or sisters that are caught in sin. And it's just done by the spirit and in a way that restores people gently. Um, that was the work that was done in our own heart, you know, when yeah. we received the gospel. Yeah. Love that so much. Yeah. Uh, you know, moving back into five. So I say, walk by the, this is what, you know, David was saying. You know, so I say, walk by the spirit and you won't gratify the desires of the flesh. Uh, when we have our minds set on, you know, the things of, of God, uh, you know, I guess there's you know, kind of a negative way we can deal with sin. I'm not going to 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 mm-hmm. sin. Any positive way we can deal with sin, I want to know and mm-hmm. do what is mm-hmm. pleasing to God by the power of His Spirit. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, that that's what He's saying. Set your mind on the things, uh, you know, of the Spirit rather than the things of the flesh. Mm. And even in that, as you were talking about earlier, Paul, how you know we can even kind of take these fruits of the spirit and overvalue them or kind of compete with one another about what we have. He even gives us that really clear instruction. Each one should test their own actions. Um, they can so they, they can take pride in themselves alone without comparing themselves to someone else. Um, so even in that, there's a little bit of that, man, how am I approaching these? How am I really living out my Christian life in light of the freedom I've been given? No doubt. Uh, no doubt. And then, of course, he, he ends, you know, you know, beautifully, verse 14, chapter 6. Man never boasts in anything except the cross of our Lord Jesus Christ, through which the world has been crucified to me. And I, I, I to the world, neither circumcision nor uncircumcision means anything. What counts is new creation. The new work God is doing in us through the Spirit as he's renewing us and restoring us to everything he created us to be, to be a reflection of his image and everything he redeemed us to be, to allow us to be a reflection of Christ, peace and mercy to all who follow this rule, you know, to the Israel of God. And, and of course, he's quoting Jeremiah, you know, to let not the wise man boast of his wisdom, mm-hmm. or the strong man boast of his strength, rich man boast of his riches. Let him who boasts boast about this, that he knows and understands that I am the Lord who requires justice and mercy mm-hmm. in this world. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic book, and, and it's been fun to read it twice in the same year. And uh, David, why don't you close us with a word of prayer? Yeah, let's pray. And Father, we, we we agree this is, we love your word. Thank you so much for your word. Thank you for the reminders uh, of what it means to walk by the Spirit. Um, Father, keep us from gratifying the desires of our flesh. And may we, um, as, as Paul said, quickly get over ourselves so that we can turn our attention to the care of, of others. Um, and Father, as this passage tells us may we not become weary in in doing good um, so at the proper time we will reap a harvest if we do not give up and so father we ask that you would give us the strength and the energy to continue pressing on as your people in this place um, for your glory and for our joy 
We pray this all in the great name of Jesus. Amen.